Hello, welcome to the Enjoy the Ride podcast. This is your host, Aubrey, and you are listening to episode seven, The Biggest Lies That Our Brains Tell Us. And this kind of goes hand in hand with our last episode, but I wanted to elaborate on it further because I feel like this is something that most humans experience, and yet we all think that it's just us that goes through it, even though it's kind of like a collective human experience. And that is that we think that we cannot change. And this is because of the ego brain, like I talked about in the last episode. But I have been diving deeper into this concept because there are a lot of things that I have felt like were just kind of set in stone that I couldn't change, especially around my relationship with my horses (laughs) and I have recently come to realize that they are literally just stories that I've been telling and it's so fascinating to me because I have kind of been wearing these stories almost as like a coat right but I am like okay this coat is a part of me (laughs) instead of recognizing that I can take it off and step into a different belief that I want to so the first one that I really want to elaborate on is the fact that I thought that I couldn't progress further in the relationship with my Mustang and that she was kind of always going to be like fearful and not wanting to connect with me or with other humans and that it was always going to feel tense and anxious around her. But not only that about herself was part of the story that I was telling that I recently realized like this is like very very recent (laughs) and I realized that I was like no listen I'm different like this is this is happening to me because it's my own problem and no one else goes through what I go through and like just feeling like very unique and like my struggle which is like like now I know is not the truth that Lots of other people have similar struggles with their horses as I've been sharing more and talking to people more on social media and in my life, (laughs) which is so funny to me. Like, I just, you just have to laugh at what your brain comes up with. It's like, no, I'm different. There's this one fatal flaw that I have that is gonna basically mess up my whole life or mess up my whole relationship with my horse or mess up my job or mess up my finances. (laughs) Like, no matter what it is, like, we as humans tend to have this belief that we have this one fatal flaw that makes it so we cannot have what we want. And here is where I'm going to expose the lie a little bit. Because, like we talked about with the ego brain, the thoughts and beliefs and behaviors and all of these patterns that we have in our lives actually tend to create more of that pattern (laughs) in our life. So, When I'm thinking and believing that there's something fatally wrong with me, that my horses aren't able to listen to me, that I'm not able to connect with horses that aren't my client horses, or like basically the horses that I own, that is actually going to create more of the situations that were very frustrating that I was dealing with with my horses simply because I was believing it. And it's not the other way around, which is what a lot of us have been raised and conditioned to think about the world because we want to look for external reasons and factors why we can't get the results that we want instead of looking internally and saying, 
okay, this is actually a result of my beliefs about myself and about my horse, and that can be shifted and changed however I see fit. And it's really interesting, like, I've been doing this work for, like, four years now, like, personal work, getting the coaching, sitting down and being really self-aware, and I had no idea that I was just carrying this around, that it was like, nope, there's, like, something completely wrong with me, and that's why I can't get the results that I want. But when I buy into that thought, when I start to wear that around like a coat, it's really hard to see anything else that doesn't confirm that because the nice thing about our brains is that we like to confirm our beliefs and everything that we like filter and see externally is brought through this filter of your beliefs and that's as it should be like it does keep us safe and it can be very helpful but it's also good to be aware of the fact that We see things as we are, not as they are. And our external world is actually a reflection of the beliefs that we have had in our lives for a really long time. And this (laughs) kind of goes into a little bit more of like the energetic stuff and like quantum physics and stuff. Like the more I realize that we are so interconnected with the external realities that we experience the more I've realized that we actually have the ability to shift way more than we think we do just by shifting our perspective on a situation. Because the way we think about something is entirely within our power. Like, yes, we can't control the external circumstances and we can't control when painful or bad things happen to us or others in our lives or like losing a loved one. But we can also take our own power back and choose how we want to feel about it. So when we buy into the lies that our brains feed us, and you can choose whether or not you want to think of it as a lie or not, but I really like the terminology lie because it feels very powerful because like this truth can become very subjective when it comes to your beliefs. Like we often buy so deeply into our beliefs and don't question them especially the ones that we formed from a very young age or about ourselves and don't really give ourselves time to even look at them and recognize that it doesn't have to be completely true if we don't want it to be and it also may not be the truth for another human being. So like having like a really open mind and widened perspective when it comes to our own beliefs actually really helps us to become more I feel like a more balanced human like you can definitely choose what you want to be convicted by but you want your beliefs to be there for you you don't want your beliefs to run your life so when I was letting my belief about myself having this fatal flaw and being stuck with dot that was the only thing that was happening in our relationship We did make milestones, but we never got very far because my brain wasn't letting us. And this is so true not only for our relationships with our horses, but also our relationships with other people, whether it be romantic or friendships, like the patterns that play out that maybe continuously happen, even though you're actively resisting them or maybe even trying to avoid that type of relationship, and yet it still keeps happening to you it would be really good to like look into your beliefs and see like what is 
what is the root cause of this situation because when something becomes a pattern it's almost like a little warning sign or red flag that we maybe need to look into our beliefs and what's going on around the situation to really uncover the cause and prevent it from happening again and more recently I have been reading this book by Byron Katie called Loving What Is and she talks about her process of like mindset work and how to shift your mindset and she calls it inquiry and in her questions she just has four questions and she calls it the work and that's the inquiry and the first question is is it true so like you take every belief that you have and you look at it through the lens of is it true and the answer may be yes but you can also step into the next question and ask can you really know that it's true like are you able to prove this for every single human being that it's true and when you start doing this you realize that oh like just because i'm thinking this doesn't mean that it's the gospel truth or that other people believe it or that i even have to believe it like just being very open minded and looking into it in a way that helps you to discover the lies behind your thoughts and figure out what's actually true for you and what you want to be true for you like I definitely don't want it to be true for me that I'm always going to be stuck with my horses and that's why I started this podcast and that's why I started really doing this deep dive into coaching for myself because if it's possible for me to change and to grow a better relationship with this horse that I've been struggling with it's possible for anyone else. (laughs) And that's a belief that I really hold near and dear to my heart because I struggled so much with thinking that I was never going to get anywhere with Dot. And it was so painful. I shed so many tears over this horse. And I shed so many tears thinking that I was going to have to find her another home because I wasn't a good enough like trainer or owner for her. And I know that there's so many of you out there who have been feeling the same thing and that it really isn't just me and that I'm not stuck and you're not stuck either. Like not if you don't want to be. So when we start like looking into and uncovering the lies that our brains are telling, what another fascinating thing that happens is they want to double down. Like our brains want so badly to be right because that means that we will survive that we will stay with our tribe that we will feel comfortable like every all of the things that they want even if it's a painful thought it still wants to be right because if it's right then it means that we're still good (laughs) and it's kind of like mind-boggling how gentle you have to be with yourself when you go through this type of belief and thought work because it's way easier to hold space for a friend or an animal or a client or whoever than it is to hold for yourself so when you're going through this like I don't want any of you to like beat yourselves up because you're like oh my brain's lying to me and starting to feel very disempowered about it because that is going to make those beliefs double down more and we need to meet ourselves with the same degree actually if not more (laughs) compassion and respect and love and care than any other person because this stuff is hard (laughs) this is it's not really that easy to like 
like to sit down and become aware of what's painful to us. Um, and I have actually found myself actively resisting it, which means that I know it's time to like really sit down and work on it. Um, and this kind of leads me into another, like, almost like puzzle piece of my mindset that I have been dealing with that you guys might relate to recently. And that is shifting my identity out of being solely a trimmer and a body worker and moving more into the coaching space because that is really scary for me. Like for so long, I had this identity around myself that I was a trimmer and I am a good trimmer. Like I view myself as like a very respected professional in that field. So it was really scary to step out into something else that I find fascinating but maybe don't have as much experience in and I was also telling myself more lies (laughs) around the coaching and stuff and like like really seeing what was coming up around when people started asking me for more trimming like I feel like my trimming business has been more exploded than ever even though I am focusing more on coaching and working with my coaching clients and really building that part of my business and it's really butted me up against a lot of self-limiting beliefs that I've had for a really long time like especially when it comes to my own self-confidence and my belief in my ability to provide a higher value service and like continue to trim while I'm trying to do all of these other things has really brought up a lot of um resistance in myself because I was like really feeling like stuck (laughs) in my career and stuck in that identity of people seeing me as only a trimmer and that was all I wanted for a really long time so that's what I had been working on and creating in my business so when I made the pivot it almost kind of like put me like 180 degrees of like oh I don't like that anymore I don't want people to see me that way anymore But when I was doing that, I was giving all of my power away. I wasn't looking into this belief, like this lie that my brain was telling me that people only see me a certain way. And that was in turn causing me to show up in a way that wasn't congruent to the person and practitioner that I feel like I am now. Like I wasn't able to completely embody my aligned self with all of my skills, all of my talents, with the trimming and the body work, and intuitive abilities, and the coaching, like, when I was telling myself that people only wanted one thing from me, and then being upset about it, it was causing me to have more of those situations, because the amazing thing about thought work is, like, everything's going to keep coming up until you've dealt with this, and this has been a problem for me in in the past, um, when I started doing cranial work, like feeling just that like familiar irritation of like, oh, people only see me a certain way instead of showing them who I am and not really worrying about the rest, like what their opinions are of me or whatever. Um, So it's been a really, really interesting like few months. <laughs> um, Like being very vulnerable here, like it's been interesting to really look into this and like feeling very alone and like I couldn't tell anyone about it 
and working with my coach on it like month after month and not realizing that like I was buying into this lie and uh, this lie was giving my power away to other people saying that other people are the ones who set what my identity is who I am when that's not the case like I'm in charge of how I show up I'm in charge of my feelings. I'm in charge of my business. Like, I'm an entrepreneur, so I can decide what I want to do for my business and really step into that power. And it's been really interesting because when I finally realized that, I was able to step into a different energy and a different side of my business, and I'm now shifting my trimming services um, so that I can support horses better and have more time to do more coaching stuff and other things in my life and really have that that work-life balance that I really want to have. So it's just another testament to me (laughs) of how much we really need to be looking at our thoughts. And it can be kind of insidious sometimes, and it can almost seem like it's in your best interest to believe things that make you feel certain ways. (laughs) And sometimes it is good to like, just allow it to be there and really embody it for a second and look at like the frustration or the anger or the tension or whatever is coming up and really ask it, what what message do you have for me? Because like our brains, they just want to keep us alive and our emotions are messengers. So when we try to shut them out, it doesn't do anything. They're just going to come up again later. <laughs> like me, apparently with like years of suffering with like what other people think of me and people pleasing and letting other people like dictate what my my identity and my feelings were so it can be super enlightening to like take a deep dive and look into where your brain is actually lying to you because like your relationship with your horse depends on it. <laughs> your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your business or your career, your relationship with your family members, it's all interconnected. And that is why I love coaching so much. So I hope that you all are having a wonderful day and that maybe you sit down a little bit and look into where you've been lying to yourself and start to feel a little bit better about it. And I will talk to you guys next week.